Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking health, specifically Baylor University Health Services with Dr. Sharon Stern. Baylor University Health Services provides for the health needs of Baylor students through an accredited primary care ambulatory clinic comprised of physicians, nurses, and nurse practitioners, a psychiatrist, physical therapist, pharmacists, pharmacy technicians, administrative and technical personnel, and more who provide a comprehensive array of services. We're visiting today with Dr. Sharon Stern. She serves as medical director in Baylor Health Services. She completed her MD in 1987, joined Baylor in 1992. She's been board certified in family practice for over three decades and has seen a lot of uh, growth and changes at Baylor and in the services to Baylor students in that time. Well, Dr. Stern, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us. Thanks for coming on Baylor Connections today. It's my pleasure. Thank you. Well, we're pleased to have you with us. Uh, we know it's always busy throughout the year, and uh, I know as we're in that time when the weather's changing, changing <laughs> the seasons, it can be even busier. But let me ask you this to start off. If we were to roam the halls of Baylor Health Services for people who haven't been there, really don't even know about it, uh, what are some of the things we'd see taking place in there? So you would see students who are recovering from injuries or surgery going to our physical therapy area to see our physical therapist. You might see people picking up prescriptions in our pharmacy or buying over-the-counter products there. Um, You would see students at the insurance office asking questions about the student health insurance plan and students checking in at our front desk to see providers or clinicians, our doctors and nurse practitioners in primary care and in psychiatry. Um, We also have students who come to just get lab work done or um, to see a nurse to see if they need to see a provider. So to go through uh, triage um, so we have a lot of that. <laughs> I even remember far back when I was a student getting my allergy shots uh, That's right. in there. So, we, yes, a, we a do wide a array lot, of services. A lot of vaccinations and allergy shots. Absolutely. Keeps our nurses busy. Need those here in Central Texas. Mm-hmm. A, lot, a lot of great services there as we visit with Dr. Sharon Stern. And so, so Dr. Stern, you know, you, what you just described, uh, a lot of great services that sounds a lot like what you'd find in a uh, non-university uh, medical type center. So could you kind of help us understand the framework of health services in higher education? Where are we? What's expected of a university like Baylor? And, you know, how, how, how do we stack up? I, I think we're I'm biased. I think we're very good mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to other universities um, over time. The health center model has changed a lot. Um, In the very old days, it was often a nurse who just kind of helped to guide uh, the students as to what to do and uh, provide first aid. Um, But now what we see, and oftentimes we would have an infirmary with a doctor on call, um, and Now it's much more like what you'd find in any primary care clinic with uh, extra services for that. So it's – we have – we're members of several different groups. One is what we call Big 12 and Friends Health Directors Group. And we actually just hosted 
that group on campus last week. Um, and that is one way that we can compare how our services stack up. And it we're right up there with the the big players. So it's 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 really good to see. Well, you know, as you describe this, I'm, I'm curious, what, what would you describe as the hallmarks of, of Baylor Health Services? Are there th- aspects that we really shine in or that make us distinct or in any direction? So I think the things that we do very well include things like um, helping our students learn how to be good stewards of their own health care. Most students, when they come to Baylor, have never made an appointment for themselves, have never come to the doctor by themselves. And so it's a little bit, it's intimidating, the process is, and they need to learn about insurance. So we try to guide them. We also try to really accept them where they are. We help them understand how they're choices can affect their health, not just now, but down the road. And so that's that's what I think we do the best that is unique for health services. It's, it's unlike what they would get at other primary care offices. So Dr. Stern, uh, you know, when you think about Baylor Health Services, you're affiliated with others that provide care to, to yes. students in student life. Well, what does that look like? So we are actually down the hall from the original counseling center, and we work very, very closely with them. We're also down the hall from the care team, and the care team is uh, a group that we see most days. And so we work very closely with those two. We also um, try to understand all that's going on on campus because our students will present to us with certain things that relate to student activities, for example. Things mm-hmm. like sing, which is in February, which is kind of the height of flu season, and they're practicing in small rooms, dancing and singing. So it can mm-hmm. be kind of an interesting combination. That's something I hadn't really thought about. You kind of know, you know, when students are congregating in large numbers on campus or right. at sporting events or, right. or what, or times when maybe, I don't know, you talked about working with people in, in the mental health areas. That That's mm-hmm. related to physical health. Oh, very much so. And we do a lot of mental health in the health, in the health center. So we do, the primary care doctors do a great deal of treatment for anxiety and depression. Um, We do have a psychiatrist and a mental health nurse practitioner, and they take care of the more complicated issues. But we are very comfortable taking care of um, medication needs for people with anxiety and depression. Talking Baylor Health Services with Dr. Sharon Stern. And Dr. Stern, as we talk about this, located in the McLean Student Life Center, McLean Student Life Center, and who all can utilize the services? Is it obviously students? Is there anyone else that goes beyond that? So we primarily, our services are for students. We do give immunizations to faculty and staff. Um, We also, faculty and staff can utilize the pharmacy. And that's a big plus for a lot of people, especially people who they're in buildings that are close to the slick. So uh, sometimes our physical therapist has enough room in his schedule that he's able to see faculty and staff. Mm-hmm. So that's that's those are our primary yeah. 
people. <laughs> so well, let's zoom out just a little bit. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, you work with uh, psychiatrists and mm-hmm. uh, different clinicians. So tell us a little bit about who you work with, not necessarily every name, but uh, give us a peek inside kind of the culture and the and what you enjoy about working with the colleagues with whom you work and getting to serve Baylor students. So we have five primary care physicians and two nurse practitioners. Um, we have the psychiatrist and mental health nurse practitioner. We have registered nurses, licensed vocational nurses, medical assistants, the physical therapist, and two pharmacists and two pharmacy technicians. So that's a lot of people, but we are such a cohesive group. We all get along together, which is saying a lot. Um, and we like to um, share celebrations. Right now we are having a pumpkin decorating contest. And mm-hmm. anyone that walks past the health center is free to vote on their favorite. Um, but they are very creative. And, and we do try to have some, you know, cohesiveness as a group with working together with other things besides just work. What, what do you and, you and your colleagues enjoy about, you know, you, there's a lot of different directions you could take your medical skills, different places you could employ it, but you choose to do that here at Baylor with college students. What, what do you enjoy about that? What have you enjoyed and continue to? Oh, my. I love college health. Uh, it is, it's not a board certified specialty, but it is really a specialty. It is accepting the students where they are in their life, not being judgmental, helping them along the way, kind of showing them um, where, you know, the directions that life choices lead. Mm -hmm. Um, I love it because the students, Baylor students are so happy most of the Mm -hmm. time and very polite, good kids. So I have loved my time at Baylor, just taking care of the students. I love hearing their stories. This is Baylor Connections. We are visiting with Dr. Sharon Stern, Medical Director in Baylor University Health Services. And Dr. Stern, uh, this summer we saw the uh, some good news about accreditation, another accreditation that's been a part of uh, Baylor Health Services for a long time. But let's break down a little bit about what this is and what some of that means. So to start off with, I described uh, what I saw online, uh, what we what you described on uh, at the top of the show as a uh, primary care ambulatory clinic. So when someone in the healthcare industry hears that phrase, what what does that say to them? Well. Ambulatory clinic is just means that it's a walk-in clinic. <laughs> it's it's some it's not a hospital. Mm-hmm. It's something you walk into and walk out of. The primary care part, obviously, that means we don't we really don't have specialists. We have mostly people that can take care of a wide range of issues. Um, we are. You know, the the on-campus part is the thing that's a little bit different that most people in healthcare industry may not know anything about it, unless they've worked in one or been closely associated with one. And uh, you've long been accredited by the American Association for Ambulatory Healthcare uh, since 2008. Well, what, what does that represent? What does that mean to you? It is, like most accrediting agencies, very, very strict. It has many, many requirements that you have to meet, lots of chapters 
that we have to um, write up, answer questions, send in all of our policies and protocols, and um, they look at all of that. Then they do a site visit, which is typically a day and a half um, of looking at every single thing, checking some charting, that type of thing. It is very thorough and very good. And I I feel like the benefit of it is that we really are able to go for superior health care for our Baylor students because of that process. Mm -hmm. It's every three years. Mm-hmm. So uh, when, when does the process, you know, you just got the accreditation. Mm-hmm. When does the process for the next one uh, begin? Uh, so honestly, it is ongoing. Yeah. It is, um, we have yearly reviews of all the policies that we all do. We have things that we keep up with because if you wait until like a year before, it, it's going to be too late. So we just do it all the time. We have peer reviews. We have benchmark studies that we do to make sure that we're documenting well, that we're uh, treating conditions in the best possible way. Um, And it it is great. I just love that we do it. It's Mm. very, very helpful for us. You know, you're in a dynamic industry too. Things are always, uh, Mm -hmm. things are always changing. You know, you mentioned uh, benchmarking with uh, colleagues from other Big Twelve universities, mm-hmm. or what, what, how do you all evaluate? What, what are some of the th- key things that help you evaluate where you are, what you want to grow, or maybe kind of see what? I mean, if we, if you and I had were talking four years ago at this time, we might mm-hmm. not have known that right around the corner was COVID. Right, how, right. You know, even that kind of I assume helps you prepare now for other unknowns. What what, what sure. does that whole process look like for you? We all are. Um, in continuing medical education, and that helps us see things. We also do emergency drills all the time. And so we have had a process on campus for emergency preparedness, and that is something that really came in handy when COVID first started because uh, we had done uh, some workshops before uh, for avian flu and for uh, some other conditions. And so we were kind of ready, <laughs> except not, <laughs> because it was a lot more than what we'd prepared for, which I think is is normal. Right. That <laughs> seems to be what most things are. But, yeah. Well, you know, another aspect of uh, you, you talked about uh, the, the college, uh, the, the, the campus-based uh, nature of what you do is – the calendar, whether that's sing, right. whether that's finals, whether that's kids leaving for Thanksgiving break or spring right. break, right. W- w- tell us a little bit about uh, the calendar. How, how does how does that impact your your focus and preparation? It it impacts it a lot. Um, you know, between October through February, sometimes even March, we have a lot of respiratory illnesses including influenza. We're actually an influenza surveillance site for the CDC. So we are constantly monitoring the numbers of flu diagnoses that we've given and positive tests and and things like that. Um, When intramurals are very Mm -hmm. busy, we often see some little injuries here and there. And that's 
that's all good. So mm-hmm. yes, the the calendar year summers we see a lot of well woman and well men exams because people have time and we have the space in our schedule uh, to be able to see people because we don't see quite as many respiratory mm-hmm. illnesses. Of course, you know the flu used to be a lot more predictable before the 2009 H1N1 flu mm-hmm. came around. So. What are some things that are, uh, you know, as we're talking here, it's a, it's early November. What are some things that are, are, are front and center right now or efforts you're trying to make to, you know, kind of prepare for what's ahead in the next few months? So we are um, really thinking about influenza. We're also thinking about COVID and the combination of the two because we have seen people that have both at the same time and they are very sick. Um, we are doing our mobile health uh, flu shot clinics. So we go around to different places on campus and students, faculty, and staff can come by. They can walk in. They can also make an appointment so they know what time to come. But um, so we've had two. We have another two more. Or th- we've had three and we have two more. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it is... It's really fun. We have student ambassadors from our student health advisory committee come, and they help get people to come in and show them how to register for it. We have student vaccinators that help us that are – most of them are are EMTs, and they are very professional, very good at what they do, so – Got to get people vaccinated here. For that's what's, it. Yeah, that's important. Yeah. How important is it? You know, you mentioned, I mean, I can relate to the fact that, you know, I think I'm that much more likely if the flu shot comes to me or at least uh, the reminder mm-hmm. of it. So how important for Baylor Health Services is that outreach? Obviously, you can't take everything where the students are, but kind of getting front and center top of mind. So I think it's very important. And we've always... We've done it. Uh, We've done a whole lot in the past. And what we've found is that there are certain buildings that have a lot of foot traffic, and we usually do a lot better at Mm -hmm. those locations. Um, We have done that. We haven't really taken the – we have taken the COVID vaccine out in 21. We did that – did – Yes, I remember mobile, that. Yes. Mobile COVID vaccine clinics, and uh, we did some mass immunization clinics as well. Uh, I think it's very important for the students to see us outside of the building, to see that we're trying to reach out to those students who don't come to see us in the slick. And I, I think it lets them know who we are and kind of puts a face to a name. Yeah. And you mentioned you have, you say, was it student ambassadors you described them as? Yes. yes. Tell tell us about them. So we have students who are, um, most of them are either medical humanities or public health students, and they're interested in public health. And this is something that they feel passionate about. And some of them are on our student health advisory committee, and they will... uh, Go and just encourage students. This is a good thing to do. And this, you know, one of the reasons we encourage college students to get the flu shot is to help protect all of the people around them that may be more susceptible to serious illness. So, yes, it protects the student, but it also protects the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and especially the elderly and those who are um, 
have ongoing medical problems that puts them at higher risk. Visiting with Dr. Sharon Stern. Well, Dr. Stern, as we head into the final uh, couple of moments here, I want to ask you if if parents or students have questions, what are some ways they can connect with you and what are some ways that are kind of most helpful to get the information either that they need or to get to the right, right place? So our website is helpful, um, and that is baylor.edu slash health services. Easy enough. And we have an email address that several people monitor, and that's health underscore services at baylor.edu. Those are quick and easy ways to reach us. You can also call 254-710-1010 and find out everything from our student health insurance plan uh, to what our hours are. Uh, most of the information is on our website, including forms uh, that are required. So. That's great. so they can check that out. And if students mm-hmm. want to get set up or parents want to help their student get set up, just go to baylor.edu slash health services, and you can find that there. And then those others have questions. Right. And for students who want to go ahead and make an appointment online, which most of our students do this. They really Mm -hmm. appreciate that because at midnight when they're feeling terrible, it's kind of good to know that, yeah, oh, I made an appointment for 9 o'clock in the morning. I can get there and be seen. Mm -hmm. Um, They can go to healthcenter.baylor.edu, and that takes them directly to a Duo login and to the health portal. That's great. They can use their login and get there. Great. Wonderful. Well, Dr. Student, really appreciate you taking the time to be with us today. Thanks for sharing and for the work that uh, that you and your team do here. Of course. Thank you. Great to visit with you, Dr. Sharon Stern, Medical Director in Baylor University Health Services, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. A reminder, you can hear this and other programs online at baylor.edu slash connections. And you can subscribe to the program on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.